Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Conversations on Dance is generously supported by Yumiko. Have you seen the recent collaboration between MB Studios and Yumiko? Check out their website, yumiko.com or their Instagram at Yumiko and at Yumiko World to view these new designs that include bags and backpacks that come in all shapes and sizes and adorable makeup bags that say Merd, Susu, and Be a Swan. Yumiko has also recently released a new line of t-shirts and tote bags that you will want to make sure you check out. It's all up now on yumiko.com. I'm Rebecca King-Ferraro. And I'm Michael Breeden. And you're listening to Conversations on Dance. Hi, Michael. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? I'm well. Well, I'm not that well. I'm a little under the weather, so everyone will have to bear with me. Because, of course, I would get a cold in August. Yeah, that sounds like the wrong time for that sort of thing. (laughs) Um, Well, we're having a very important emergency podcast today on Monday, August 26th, (laughs) on the day we're going to release this, because we have some important things to talk about. Um, which we were going to get to. But first, we want to just talk about two housekeeping items before we get started today. Um, We really want to remind everybody to join our Facebook group, Conversations on Dance Friends of the Pod. Um, It's a really fun place for listeners to get together, start some conversations, talk about episodes, even request episodes, that sort of thing. So uh, don't forget to join us over there. Yes, we really want to hear input from our listeners. So we've recently put together a survey where we're looking for everyone to tell us a little bit more about themselves, how you listen to the podcast and what you would like to hear more of. It's only nine questions and it takes about two minutes. And our podcast analytics are not able to gather in-depth information on our audience because so many people access our podcast from different platforms. But by answering these nine questions, you will help us get a better picture of our audience, which we will use to support the podcast in the coming year and bring you more content that you love. We have a link to the survey on our website, conversationsondancepod.com, and we will also link to it in the episode description as we release this episode. Perfect. That's it. So those two things, everybody go out and do that now. (laughs) All right. And we are here to talk about Laura Spencer and Good Morning America, a story I suspect most of our listeners have 
heard a little I, bit about recently. I feel like I, I can't remember the last time dance has sort of captured uh, the attention of social media at large like this. Oh my God. Friday was like my favorite day ever. Like I know it was what happened was <clears throat> terrible, but it was like just seeing the outpouring and the response. And then actually Saturday was even better the way everyone responded, but we're going to go through all of it and mm-hmm. talk about it briefly. So do a chronological replay. We are all the drama. We're going to break it. All we're going to spill all the tea. <laughs> Um, So if anybody did miss it or we're just going to go through a brief refresher of what happened, um, Laura Spencer on Good Morning America was talking about Prince George's academic curriculum, and it would include religious studies, computer programming, poetry, and ballet, um, which a lot of people love to point out that she said ballet. Ballet. (laughs) What did she say? It was ballet. It was like ballet, yeah. People, I think the New York Times article, she... Like ball like a... Yeah, B-A-H, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And the other thing that I find interesting that I'd like to point out in this moment is that the audience started laughing first. And then I think she got greedy. She got, like, excited. Yeah, she she built it up, though. I mean, she was playing it as a joke. Like, she left a beat. She was like, religious studies, computer programming, poetry, and wait for it, ballet. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, they they accepted it as a joke because she laid it out there as one. But they were certainly in on it. And they just like right away. Stephanopoulos, he just really was (laughs) throwing his head back, roaring with laughter too. Why is everyone just letting him off? I get confused by that. This is something that happens... You know, I'm trying to think of other specific situations, but in these like media firestorms that happen where someone gets in trouble for a gaffe, Uh it is oftentimes the case where someone else is involved. Oh, well, I mean, not to introduce politics, but but Trump and Billy Bush, Billy Bush's life. I just saw an article on Sunday. It's like Billy Bush is getting his first thing. They were both involved. One person took the fall. The other did not. Granted, Stephanopoulos was more of a bystander in this, but he was still present and you but didn't you really hear many people um, commenting on him. Yeah, I mean, he was Except, mic'd and you uh, heard on him his, really on laughing. Instagram, I saw some people dragging him. Oh, good. Appreciated. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> good. Don't forget about him, guys. Um, and then the, the next part was like, because it was interesting, I went back and watched too to kind of figure out like what was scripted and what was written for her and then where she kind of like went off script. So then she said, Prince William says, George absolutely loves ballet. And then she like kind of looks mystified. And then there's just like holding this laughter in. And then she goes, I have news for you, Prince William. We'll see how long that lasts. I feel like that last sentence was kind of like something she, she was like, people are laughing. People are feeling me. Yeah. And she felt encouraged and she went with it. Right. Yeah. And then that got like huge, you know, laughs. I mean, and, and that's why people use the bully term because that's what bullies do, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if they have an audience, it's it's a spectacle right. for them. And really, I mean, yeah. there's so many elements to this that we'll get through all of them. But I mean, someone, one of the first people to comment on our video is just like, to make fun of a child. Like, maybe that's like, <laughs> there's a lot of things happening. Yeah. I was like, this is a six-year-old. Yeah. And I mean, and a friend of the pod, Alistair McCauley, also points out that something that people do with the, with the royals in particular, um, you know, that people all feel like they can, they, they're allowed to have, you know, they're allowed to say whatever they want about the royal family. I don't know. Maybe it's because they are so privileged. So you think that you can, you know, 
so someone up that high on a pedestal can't be knocked down. But I'm sure that a six-year-old who just like has this innocent, pure love of an art right. would be deeply hurt by that. Yeah, of course. And we'll see. And I wonder about that too. Um, anyways, everyone should check out what um, Alistair McCauley wrote. It's on his Facebook and Instagram, but he put like a whole interesting um, history of the Royals and ballet, which is really, um, I found very fascinating. So that's cool to kind of look at that too. And, you know, see other ways that people are discussing what happened um, as a result of this. Um, so I think really like the big thing that we want to talk about, about why Friday was a big day and why it was such a big deal for dance and why the dance world felt like they needed to like fight, fight back and really respond in a big way. And I think like you're saying in a way that no one ever expected it to be like that. Yeah. I mean, I saw the first person I saw post the video is Ben Griffiths who dances with PNB, principal dancer with PNB. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw it and I, he, he, had reposted it and I just thought you know it's going to be an annoyance that we all share amongst friends but to see it really build up afterwards was impressive I just you know I think sort of like as someone who lived this I'm just kind of you know you just like roll your eyes and you know feel like it's just of course oh here's another person piling on yeah so it was nice to have the sort of um clap back to her being that way. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was, it felt very empowering and very cool. I mean, it was, it was interesting to see how many people, and that's the power of social media as, you know, mm-hmm. as a social media manager, I thought that, that day was so fascinating because everyone's tagging her, everyone's tagging good morning America and really like making their voices heard in this really powerful way. Naturally as a public figure, she was going to be forced to issue an apology sincere or not. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, she is a she is a news anchor and has 300 plus thousand followers who were all writing scathing comments to her. So she had to say something. And so on Friday, she released an apology that was, by all accounts, pretty mediocre. Yeah, yeah. And it read, my sincere apologies for an insensitive comment I made in pop news yesterday. From ballet to anything one wants to explore in life, I say go for it. I fully believe we should all be free to pursue our passions. Go climb your mountain and love every minute of it. And she climbed deep into her camera roll to pick out a cruddy photo of a mountain landscape. (laughs) She just like looked up like (laughs) non-copyright photo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was a very strange choice. It just... I didn't address anything. Right. I, I hated that she said pop news because I think she said that to trivialize it. Mm-hmm. I think it was like, you know, to be like, to make it sound like it was from a lighter, less important segment. Right, so like a pop culture she was thing. taking it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like, she literally mentions ballet once. She doesn't mention men in ballet or like the fact that she was peddling a very specific trope that mm-hmm. comes up when talking about men in ballet she was just like i'm sorry go do it and it just wasn't good enough right. oh and she turned off the comments she deleted one of my comments so thank you laura spencer that's the, that was the biggest thing and i mean and it, i mean i made sure i really just i wanted to deliver something cutting but not you know uh 
bullying. I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just of, wanted yeah. to be like, you know, this is, you know, I, I just thought it was pretty embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It's like Karamo deleting his comments on for his scandal recently. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, no, just listen for a section, a second, and yeah, then respond. Don't turn off all voices of dissent. Right. And I feel like it it seemed like she did that kind of to like, oh, this is annoying. Everyone's saying annoying things about me here. Look, I apologize. Bye. It didn't have any indication that there was any sort of like understanding as to why people were upset. Any there. Yeah. And there was no like, I apologize to the dance community because it was the dance community that came out and was you know, expressing their outrage surrounding these mm-hmm. comments. So there was nothing, it was, yeah, like ballet was almost like a second part of, like a second mm-hmm. thought um, in the apology. So it was, and it was interesting to see her kind of like turn off the comments. And I think that just made it worse and people went to other things. And it was really a fascinating day, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, I felt bad for Taylor Swift because she was the most recent post <laughs> from Laura Spencer. <laughs> so it was just like, Here's Taylor's concert from her new album. And, and then, then everybody's like, just like, shut up, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I did think there were, like, many people said, um, obviously, we're saying negative things. And, you know, like, I know what we came out and what we posted on our Instagram, I was, we were happy to say something positive, too, that, like, can you imagine if. Prince George does go on to be a ballet dancer. Like think about the platform he'll have to talk about ballet and educate people. And it's like a Misty Copeland times a million, you know, just like with Mm -hmm. his platform. So it could just be so great for our community, you know? So, and of course Mm -hmm. something truly positive, I think has come of it, which I think we can kind of move to now. What I really loved, I mentioned earlier, was like on Saturday when I woke up and I was going through my feed, just like all the men that I follow, their dancers were posting pictures and videos of themselves and making it more about that than her, I think. And it kind of like switched a little bit that day. Mm -hmm. And it was so cool to see. I liked the throwback photos that people posted, like Mm -hmm. of themselves as kids. Yes. Like in particular, because there there were some complaints that I, you know, I see a side of it, even if I still liked seeing people's posts. Right. You know, um, I can see how someone would be like, oh, great, another opportunity to um, make something about yourself. Right. I don't think that, I hope that that wasn't where most people are coming from. The one, but that that being said, the posts I enjoyed the most were people like, um, Damien posted a photo of him as a student and Damien Wetzel. Oh, Wetzel. Oh, I loved that. Yeah. And a couple other people did similar things. Mm -hmm. Oh, my, a friend of mine, Kevin Puzu, who's a soloist with, um, Zurich ballet. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. It was just nice because Peter that, Bull posted something adorable too. Was it like a little boy I jumping over him or something? Oh, so cute! Oh, I wonder why I did see that. Yeah, because yeah. that kind of like you know kept reminded you of the focus. And then like if right. you see like someone like Damien Wetzel who had this amazing career, then he takes you back to a moment where he was less sure of himself and he mm-hmm. did have to do deal with those struggles. And like seeing that photo of him at a young age reminded you that he had to go through that and yeah. it made. It made his story more compelling than just like, here's me doing Stars and Stripes. I was fierce. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but and it really took you back there. Totally. And people's captions saying beautiful things. Yeah. And talking about that. And and I saw... There were so many... 
Yeah, sorry, go on. No, no. I was just going to say that I also saw people commenting saying, I wish I had started dancing at six. Felt like oh, I saw so many of those things. Mm-hmm. I saw a friend of mine who is a choreographer now, like a respected choreographer in New York City. Um, he said that he didn't start until super late because he felt like he would be bullied. Um, I saw, I had friends who quit and then came back to ballet. I didn't know this part of their story or dance. And Mm -hmm. it it was because of bullying. And it's just like, it's really true. I mean, she might've thought, I'm sure when she made those comments, yeah, she just thought she just did it on a lark. She was just like, whatever, I'm making a joke. People are laughing. She got like, yeah, she got like, she felt like this makes me feel good. But people laughing. It felt really deeply personal for a lot, a lot of people. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And I think especially men who dance, it's just so something they've seen so many times before, like you said earlier, just mm-hmm. like it felt to you like a normal, what you hear people say all the time, you know? I also, there were a lot of parents that I saw, yeah. parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles. And, you know, it was just like that sort of family support was mm-hmm. really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then I saw a child as young as 11 Mm-hmm. commenting on her page saying I'm gonna do ballet because I love it and you can't stop me it was so sweet yeah I just like, feel like that I, was, I thought <clears throat> go ahead sorry yeah no you go that was, that was all. No, I'm just curious like how young boys that dance are feeling right now like I really hope that they're feeling like empowered and I'm I'm hoping that there's boys out there that were like I wasn't sure I was scared to do it but now I saw this and I've seen all these people come forward who are sharing their stories and maybe I can do it too you know mm-hmm. if something like that yeah would come out of it, it'd be great yeah I'm trying to think of if I had a moment like that I mean like I remember you know anything that any sort of outreach or like public programming of dance or uh, you know all that stuff really matters to young dancers, young boys. So like, I mean, for me, I remember something that made me realize it was going to be okay. And that, you know, this was a really respected thing for men to do was, um, it was some ABT, uh, PBS program. Mm -hmm. And you just saw like Ethan Stiefel and Angel Correa and Jose Carreño and Vladimir Malakov. It wasn't mm-hmm. the Born to Be Wild one that came later, mm-hmm. but it was just like there were so many amazing men. Oh, and, the, and there was an article in the Times that came out. New York Times came out right around the same time, where mm-hmm. it was like the first time ABT had more men than more female. Sorry, more male principals and female principals. Gotcha. Uh-huh. And you know this big article about how men and ballet mattered, and that sort of thing affected me, even though that was pretty small scale in terms of. how national uh, you know what their national platform was but um yeah like i think that yeah a certain age like probably from age six like george uh to like 11 or 12 or 13 is when boys really struggle Mm -hmm. like a little bit after that i think if you can get yourself to like a summer program then you're okay from there on right well then I i think you're just like, there are people like me. Yeah. That's the thing I was just going to mention when you were talking about that. It made me think like how many boys are just the only boy in their school or there's only two of them or something. So you probably already feel like even, you know, there's the bullying end of it or the, you know, 
preconceived notions of it, but also you feel a little isolated in your studio as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure as a young boy, that's the only boy in a school or, you know, there's only a few of them to see this turnout must be Mm -hmm. really, you know, make them feel great. Yeah. I had one other boy in my school and he is, he went on to be super successful. His name is Ben Wiseman and he is a graphic illustrator and he's done like work for he's been he's on the cover of the new york times or not new york times uh he's done work for the times certainly but he's done for time magazine new york Mm -hmm. magazine like super successful now but he was really talented too Mm -hmm. and i would wonder um you know he dropped out around 13 or so Uh and i wonder if you know he would have stayed with it longer if uh um Mm -hmm. if he hadn't felt that sort of pressure yeah, um, but again, so to circle onto some a different point, mm-hmm. not circling back. So we're not circling. Circling we're forward. forward. We're moving forward on a line. <laughs> <laughs> but something um, that that Ben dropping out and then being very successful, um, you know, there is a link to from ballet. Ballet unto itself is a great thing, sure, but it also prepares you and instills these other traits that will make you uh, a great contributor contributor to society in other ways. And that also, I think, kind of by belittling ballet, um, the way that Laura Spencer did, it, it ignores that fact, too. So what if George quits? Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. it's like, it doesn't mean that it was a, a not a worthwhile pursuit. Absolutely. And that it's, you know... Uh, something to be laughed at. Yeah. I want, I want to actually create a circle and circle back to this, but I, cause mm-hmm. I do want to talk about the apology that she then had this morning. Cause this is one of the things like you're saying here that pe- some people have mentioned they feel was missing from the mm-hmm. apology and what happened this morning. So this morning on good morning America, they had a segment, which to be honest with you, I think it was like five and a half minutes long. I had no idea it would be that much. We all knew she was going to make it. It's great that it, the length was great. The length was really great. Like they really dedicated time to it um, in a way that wasn't expected. I thought she was going to make a statement and that would sort of be it. Um, and we put the complete video, if you haven't seen it yet, it's on our Instagram account at Conversations on Dance. And she said that she learned about the bravery that it takes for a young boy to pursue a career in dance. And last night she sat down with three influential dancers who lived it firsthand. And she talks with Travis Wall, Fabrice Camels, who is um, a friend of the pod, and Robbie Fairchild. And so they sat down and talked with her and really were able to kind of shed a little more light onto the situation, I think, for sure. Yeah, and I think that it was great that they, they did that. and you know, a slightly cynical, the cynical side of me says that they had to do it for public relations reasons, Mm -hmm. but then it doesn't matter because it is still a means to an end, which is like ballet got a good platform. Yeah, totally. And And it was a big platform this morning, I feel, because I almost felt like a little guilty tuning in because everyone was like, we're not watching this anymore. And I was like on Twitter because I was trying to find out if I'd missed it yet because I wasn't really sure. I was trying to find out. And everybody was just tweeting about how there was going to be a Star Wars preview after it. And it was like a huge deal, like first look Star Wars. And that this came right before. And so everybody was sitting waiting to watch Star Wars. We probably, 
had a segment about ballet that reached a whole nother group of people. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I think that they probably just because of something like that, maybe had um, more people tuned in than normal, but you know, whether I think it's the length of it, the time that was taken was great. I think there could have definitely been more conversation about it. And I do think there are, um, ways we can continue that conversation. You know, one thing that I was mentioning, I think maybe I mentioned to you that I'd like, it'd be really cool to see companies like step forward and maybe have like, use this as an opportunity to do some outreach in the community and offer like an open class that's free for boys in the community that don't attend the school and just make it that so that those boys can feel, you know, a sense of community, feel that there's other boys who want to dance too. And maybe it would prompt boys who'd never taken class before to feel like, okay, this is like my day to try it. I've been wondering, but I didn't want to because I felt scared or whatever. You know, like there's a lot of ways that, you know, so they've done their part and now we can find ways to kind of continue with the momentum to help. And I think one of the things that was really cool, that was making me really happy today. I'm not sure if you saw these pictures, but so those boys also were out in Times Square teaching a ballet class with male dancers. It was so, and the pictures were so cool. Looked like a really powerful and fun event. I lo- yeah, I did love that idea. And I'm glad that Travis, I think it was Travis Wall organized it. I think so, yeah. Um, yeah, and I thought that, that was great. Um, yeah. And they mentioned it, just, it too on, on yeah. Good Morning America right at the end. I don't know if that was in the video, but he, um, George Stephanopoulos was like, and they're all outside taking class right now. Oh, like, good, George. Yeah. So th- there was his part of the apology. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you know, I still am. I think she maybe had dubious intentions, but it, it was, you know, it was something. Yeah. And I mean, that all came from purely social media, which I think is so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, that's what, it's nice it. that like that you can see the power of the people in mm-hmm. that way. Totally. In a positive way, for sure. Um, one thing that's come up that I find interesting, and I think you probably have some other points that you want to bring up along this topic, but um, a lot of people were saying, why are we saying boys dance too? Like, it should just be like boys dance. Um, so I wondered your thoughts on that and what else you were kind of thinking about some of the um, posts that you saw. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I didn't personally take umbrage with the word too. Right. Yeah. I mean, because you, they're just, you're trying to prove a point, a point. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I wasn't that, that language didn't bother me more. So I was aware of some of the, uh, clapbacks that are, you know, classic retorts to this issue, mm-hmm. but also can serve to alienate some members of the male dance community because when you're saying things like they're around beautiful women all the time they have to lift ballerinas they lift you know it is still kind of perpetuating these like stereotypes of toxic masculinity i and you know it's uh, everyone is their own person and can no, dancer Right. You know, you know, they respond to that in their own way. But I just think that we don't need to say forever and ever that ballet is like sports. 
you have to have the athleticism of, of a football player to pull this off. I mean, can't we just be like, I mean, again, this is like, maybe this is a little bit of like, <laughs> this is, might be a stretch of a comparison, but when Pam is like, when Pam Tanowitz was like, yeah, I don't love saying that I'm a female choreographer, but I ha- it's part of my responsibility to get the art out there. Maybe I'm being a complainer in that way and saying that like I don't feel like talking about the athleticism of Valley or comparing it to sports, but maybe right. it is sort of like a temporary necessary evil. But it's just mm-hmm. something that bothers me. I wish we could just say like, no, Valley's beautiful and it it's life affirming and wonderful mm-hmm. and that's it. I don't need to say like, but I'm stronger than a football player to make it acceptable. Right. And I think that's, that's kind of come from this whole attitude surrounding it, that it doesn't seem like something very serious. And so I think it's like a reaction to be like, but it, it's hard. Like you have to be an athlete and, you know, or have mm-hmm. athletic qualities in order to be able to do it because physically it's demanding and just kind of like well, justifying that, it. You know? Isn't this just going to circle back into like, I mean, I don't know why I keep saying circling. <laughs> it's just a new point that, like, isn't that just, if you're t- saying that ballet is an inherently, like, sissy thing to do, mm-hmm. isn't that just, like, a misogynistic, crappy thing to say? Like, what if it is, it does contain qualities that are traditionally thought to be feminine or female? Mm-hmm. Is that bad? Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's why. something different. Like, it's it has a different quality than football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I know what you mean. Ballet has everything. It's the best. <laughs> it's the, we love ballet. And apparently yeah. so does a lot of the rest of the world. And that was so much fun yes. to see. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's a rare moment where you can say, wow, like social media can um, can in- induce public uh, transformation. Induce isn't yeah. the right word. That makes it sound <laughs> like... We're giving birth. birth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I think it was a really, it was a fun process to see. And I'm glad that we had a chance to get together and kind of wrap it up for everyone. And, you know, and offer our thoughts. Yeah. So just before we take off, uh, we just want to thank everyone, all of our listeners for being a huge part of this past weekend's incredible movement um, in support of male dancers by making your voices heard on social media. We know a lot of you commented on our posts. We saw you commenting other places and, you know, I think we should all feel very empowered with that. And it was really great to see all of you sounding off. Um, we're going to be off next week for Labor Day, but we'll be returning September 9th with an interview with Yumiko founder, Yumiko herself. It was an awesome interview. I'm really excited to share it. Such a good interview. Yeah. Yeah. She has such a cool story. Fascinating story. Yeah. 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 For sure. Okay, and then in the meantime, don't forget to follow us on social media, and don't forget to take our listener survey. We would really appreciate it if you could take a couple minutes to do Please. that. It would really help us. Please, Please do it. We'll love you forever. <laughs> it's anonymous, too, by the way, if anybody finds that important. We're not, we're not harvesting your information to sell it to third-party advertisers. <laughs> that we are not. I don't we just, even, we just we don't want to know, yeah. know if you download or stream. <laughs> really, we need to Mostly know that. that. Mostly, Mostly that. that. All right, Mikey. Well, it was great chatting with you. All right. Talk to you soon, Rebecca. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.